Blog Talk Radio. year underway and we hope you will be with us more for more Eastern Airlines radio talk and news and information. Our mission is to keep the name and memory of our beloved airline going strong and our family together. As we have said throughout last year, we have become the radio voice of Eastern Airlines with not only Eastern folks listening, but listeners from around the world. Over 50 countries we've counted on our application, Blog Talk Radio application. We truly have become known around the world, and we hope to, and uh, be more to more countries in 2020. We broadcast from our studio in St. Augustine, Florida, and have hosts from many parts of the U.S. that you'll hear tonight that are with us each week. My name is Neil Holland, the producer of the show, and we have a great show for you tonight. Going back last year, we'll talk about some of the shows that we did last year. It's a quick review of some of the shows that we did that we think that you might want to listen to. It's easy to be with uh, with us or listen to each episode because it's archived on our website, and that's at www.ealradioshow.com. More about this later. Now let's take a trip on Silver Wings of Eastern Airlines. But before we get into our program, we're going to listen to John McDermott singing the song that usually rings in the new year. For all 
and here's a hand, my trusty friend, and keep a hand of mine, we'll take a cup of kindness yet for all To hear that Irish tenor, John McDermott. Yes, sir. Hello, Chuck. Eastern family and friends. As our producer said, we're glad you're with us for more of Eastern talk, news, and information. My name's Chuck Albright, and I'm coming to you live from the village of Florida, where the weather right now is a balmy 55 degrees, and we're going to sink down to about a 41 degree tonight. That'll make those snowbirds very happy. Let's hear from our host and ask them to give their location and weather. Mr. Producer, if I miss anyone, please let me know. Happy New Year, Dorothy and Don. Hello, Chuck. Hello, Chuck. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us in our 2020 New Year. We love all our members and are happy that you're with us. Don, you can give them the weather here. Yeah, like Chuck said, it's uh, going to go down to about 41 degrees tonight, and then in about 72 tomorrow, and clear. Well, happy New Year's for Jim and Carrie Holder. Thank you very much, uh, Carrie. Tell them about this wonderful weather we're having right now. Well, it was beautiful today. It was sunny and about 50, 55, I don't know, around 50, I guess, something like that. We went to deer camp and retrieved some things and went to the hangar, and that was our day today. Sounds a little cool to me. (laughs) I know. Well, thank you very much. Happy Happy New Year, Mike Scott. Scott. Yeah, Happy New Year to all the hosts and all the listeners. Uh, and up here in uh, 
New York. It's a clear night. Uh, temperature is 37 degrees, and we've got a wind about 10 knots out of the southwest. And uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. Sounds colder than the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. And Happy New Year to you, Colleen Dufleet. Uh, Happy New Year to you and to everyone out there. And I'm coming from Wesley Chapel, a little bit north of Tampa, and it's uh, 54 degrees. It's going to be in the sunnies most of the time, so I guess that's a good winter for Florida. Happy New Year to everyone. (laughs) Happy New Year. You know, uh, Chuck, uh, Norma Jean's not with us tonight, but I can tell you here in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Florida, that this morning I got up and I saw the color of the roof was not the same as the shingle color. So we had frost this morning in all the homes in our neighborhood here, so it must have dipped down close to 32, but uh, it came back up to about 65 for the rest of the day. And we had a great New Year. Sounds good. From all our hosts, welcome and thank you for listening and calling the show over the past eight years and have truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. We'd love to hear your comments and share your memories with the radio listeners from around the world during the broadcast. If you haven't called a show before, all you need to do is call 213-816-1611 and just say hello and talk to us on the air live every Monday evening. We can identify with many countries around the world. Listen in with our blog talk radio application. Isn't it great that we can keep the Eastern legacy going out to not only the Eastern family, but to listeners from all different countries around the world. That's why we want every week on Eastern Airlines show, we want you to come and join us by adding your voice to the broadcast. Our thanks also to those who choose to listen by computer using the radio icon on our homepage at www.ealradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in the site of our provider, Blog Talk Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Remember to abbreviate the word Captain to C-A-P-T. Should you wish to talk during our live broadcast, feel free to use our calling number, 213-816-1611 at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Let me repeat the number so you can write it down for your Monday night visit. 213-816-1611. By the way, tell your friends about us. Our membership is growing. We're well over 1,000 now. I think Dorothy said we're somewhere around 125 or 30. So don't forget, you can listen in to our 440 Monday night broadcast in our 100-plus Thursday broadcast by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's Captain C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E going down to the archives of the broadcast. Each episode is briefly described. There are over 500 episodes now and from the Eastern Files to the Eastern Old Time Radio Series. As Mr. Jim Hart likes to say, Holy blue Sunoco. Oh, Jim, wherever you are, 
please come home. We miss you. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk live with our host, we ask you to please mute your phone as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background, background noises. I see we're number one for takeoff. So, Captain, let's get flight 440 in the air. Tower Blur is 650 start off as uh, one decade ends, another one begins. I wonder what this new decade will be called. Big question mark on that. Any thoughts from our hosts or listeners will be duly noted. In 10 years from now, and when we are doing the show, we will announce the winner. Right, Neil and Dorothy? Hey, do you think the Roaring Twenties is good? Nah, I think that was 100 years ago. <laughs> As the we as we do at the end of each year, we will give you the highlights of our shows delivered last year. Here are the first early shows of 2019. Episode number 398, Ernest Gann wrote a bestseller, Fate is a Hunter, which it shares with a few airline stories of fate and how it takes the difference. It makes difference in lots of different directions. The late Captain Bill Malone of Atlanta tells a story titled The Compass and the Clock, which is very interesting. Episode 399. Names still around in the aircraft manufacturing industry since early 1900s, like Boeing, Lockheed, Martin, Lockheed and Martin now, will be part one, and then we will remember the miracle on the Hudson. Episode 400. The aviation community lost great airline executive during the past week, Herb Kelleher. Founder of Southwest Airlines. We talk about the legend and the time of his great giant, which still exists. Episode 401, not to be confused with the fateful flight of uh, Eastern Airlines Flight 401. You will learn more about football and the Super Bowl than you have ever known. We have it all, the history, the game, the ads, the money, the jokes, the trivia, and much, much more. Fly with us to the Super Bowl on Flight 401. And then we have Flight 402, Episode Flight 402. 
come along with the crew of Flight 402 on a trip to Portland in Mount Hood's Timberline Lodge. If you've ever flown a trip or passed the road to Portland and drove up to the Timberline Lodge or ski resort, you want to listen in on in, in the pres- presentation of such a flight with stories and memories which are shared by the crew and pass riders during this broadcast. And our host uh, and a lot of the other uh, people uh, are, had a lot of stories about this particular lodge. I guess it's got a good history. Sure you got more for us, Dorothy? I sure do. Thanks, Mike. Episode 403, in that episode we did something different. It was musical memories highlighting the history of Eastern Airlines. Each song selected represented that decade in the life of this legendary airline. 404 episode, Who's on First and Those Magnificent Men and Their Flying Machines. We plan to entertain you during episode 404. Music and all about who was first in the book of records is listed. Episode 405, this episode is all in good fun, and we think you will get a laugh or two or more. Come along with us on our total confused airline, or as we call it, TCA. Breaking News was an extra show we did as we read about the tragic news of the Boeing 737 MAX 8. This episode shares the tragic news of two crashes involved in this aircraft, along with the most interesting discussion by the host and the listeners involved. Episode 406, Children of the Greatest Generation. 75 years ago, many Americans were off fighting a war that threatened the world. Many were lost in this fight for freedom, leaving behind loved ones and children some would never see again. Our broadcast paid tribute to those war babies we now call the Children of the Greatest Generation. Not only war took its toll, but the times immediately before the war had caused hard times for most families. Jim Holder, how about giving us some more shows that we had done in 2019? Well, sure, Dorothy, episode 407. We call this one episode the Dirty Dozen Items of Maintenance may have been the cause of one or more of the tragic aircraft disasters we discussed during this episode. The crew tonight brings you some fatal mistakes caused by the bad maintenance practice. And for episode 408, how we spoke over the decades. Oh, how communication has changed over the years. We think this generation has a particular language, but travel with us back in time when we heard these words, submarine racers. We know what that was. Bread, Bogart, <laughs> Bippy, Old Lady and many more of the cool slang of yesterday. We asked our hosts and listeners to bring their own <laughs> neat words to the show. Episode 409, we're just getting wound up. Our special guest for this show was Mr. Greg Travis, pilot, software engineer, and writer. In his very informative article, he talks about Boeing's problems by highlighting the space-age phrase, written, we have a problem. Yes, they did. Our hosts and listeners had the pleasure of interviewing Greg in this episode 409. Episode 410, the radio show flew into the eastern Big Three plus two airports. Join us as we take off and land at LaGuardia, Kennedy, and York, Atlanta, Miami. We asked our hosts and listeners if they, at one of these airports, to call in and give their thoughts of eastern hubs, and I think they did. Episode 411, Mexico. 
Mexico Tower. Eastern 401, you're cleared for takeoff. The big Lockheed L-1011 started its takeoff roll with just two of its three engines operating. In a few minutes, only had one of them operating. The rest of the story on how the Eastern Ferry crew handled this flame out of one of its two remains in the engines was the topic of this episode. It was a miracle. Episode 412, repartee, definition, a quick wit. You'll fly plenty of humor and wit in our program. Repartee, the publication of the Retired Eastern Pilots Association. Please listen in. We're going to look back at many years of Eastern history as recorded on the pages of this industry-leading retiree magazine. And, Colleen, please, can you give us some more of last year's show? Sure, Jim. There were so many great shows last year, like the one that we did on Air Freight, Episode 413. In this episode, we looked at what and when was the first shipment of freight via air, what city has the biggest air freight hub, which aircraft has the most lift capability, and lots more that you'll discover by listening to that episode. Episode 414, um, we go back and review Eastern President Floyd Hall's vision for Eastern, whose theme was Sunrise at Eastern. A mini-movie was created that beautifully outlined his plans for a new horizon for the airline. Your host went back to that movie and shared the memories of why Eastern was the great airline that it was in aviation history. Episode 315, the radio show Memorial Day tribute, as we do every Memorial Day, the Eastern Airline Radio Show honors our fallen heroes. And we have invite you to listen to our special show honoring our fallen men and women who have given all for the freedom and protection that we enjoy. Episode 416. We started the show by these words from the recorder. This is your captain and something has gone wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> Autopilotless is the subject for our show was the subject for our show on Monday, June 3rd, what you might hear on future pilotless flights. We traveled in fully automated aircraft. Be sure to listen to this episode from the Archive of Shows. Episode 417. In this broadcast, the EAL radio show talked about hobbies that we enjoyed over the years, some for fun and entertainment and some for profit. And now, we're looking for more of our 2019 shows. Uh, Carrie, do you have more? Yes, thanks, Colleen. In episode 418, you'll love the Eastern history sets of music in our broadcast. We shared great memories over the years in music and history. Episode 419, what games did you play as a youngster? And your parents, what about them? That's what we talked about in episode 419. Episode 420. I look at the authority that is responsible for safety in the aviation industry. In this episode, we gave a brief history of the FAA. Can't live with them, can't live without them. Episode 421. is about the real pilot shortage as seen through a university study and an aircraft manufacturer's findings. What happened to the old fashion flight school back in the days of stick and rudder. You'll find this show very informative. Episode 422. The series we did in the next three episodes was hard to do as we reviewed the last heartbeats of an American 
Legacy Airline, part one of the final days of Eastern Airlines. We presented an accounting of the final years, months, and days of our beloved Eastern Airlines. Tune in for part one, Storm Clouds Gather. As we always say, see you at the gate. Episode 423, part two of the last heartbeats of an American legacy airline, the final days of Eastern Airlines, as recorded by REPA historian Art Birchcott. Episode 424, and the last in the series of the final days of Eastern Airlines, part three, the last heartbeats of an American legacy airline, the last episode in the series. Don, you have more episodes? You bet I do, Carrie. In this episode 425, we fly a trip with Eastern Airlines Captain Arthur Godfrey. In this show, Captain Eddie Rickenbacker gave the showman Arthur Godfrey, <clears throat> excuse me, an honorary title of Captain with Eastern Airlines. Join us as he and Captain Dick Merrow take a trip on an Eastern Super Constellation. Episode 426 had a radio show gang looking back over the years recalling famous people who have just lost their lives in uh, aircraft accidents. The episode was dedicated to Captain Neal's best friend, John Corney, first officer with Eastern, who lost his life while flying in their Boeing Stearman aircraft, performing in an air show in 1971. Episode 427. There were so many events happening in the summer of 69 that we thought it might be a year to wind back and, and review. Join the host as they presented the summer of 69 in this episode. Episode 428. We pay our respects to an Eastern pilot, Captain Harold E. Nord, Jr., best known to his colleagues as Hal, who has flown west. We also had a remembrance of the tragedy that took place on September 11, 2001, or mostly commonly referred to as 9-11. Episode 429. News about the new Eastern Airlines version, Vision 3.0. We have a special guest to bring us up to date on the new owner, the headquarters, and the service area, Mark Porter will keep us posted on what's going on with EAL Vision to a 3.0 in the year 2020. In episode 430, this episode looks at senior citizen scams. The two features are also added up to line up tonight. We can, you can briefly uh, believe this ad with the new Eastern 3.0 updates. Chuck? You got some more for us? I sure do, Don. Episode 431, titled used by Neil's late friend and radio host, Howard Mucci, for his book was All Stories from Here and There. This show might fit well under that title, Great News from Eastern Both Old and New. News last week and music is all heard during our broadcast of Eastern Flight 431. Episode 432, what went wrong on this mysterious flight into the unknown? The latest on the flight, the theories, as to what happened March 8, 2014. You're invited to join us as theories are described 
And you might even want to add one of your own. Episode 433, we took at how time and longitude had figured out that the advanced sea and air navigation. Plus, we had breaking news. You would certainly want to hear that. Episode 434, take a flight with the radio show gang through the Bermuda Triangle, or as we call it in the flight through the triangle as we near Halloween. Great skit for information and comments about the strange followings of the mysterious part of the Atlantic Ocean, so close to the U.S. coastline. Episode 436. This episode honored those who fought for our freedom. Thanks to the men and women who had given their lives for this country. We will never forget you. Episode 437. The big L-1011 trying to maintain flight with only one of its three engines now known, knows it will have to land or ditch in the Atlantic Ocean when suddenly it lost the last remaining engine. EAL radio show gang takes on the topic of ditching, and we relive EAL flight 855 and the choice being made in the cockpit and cabin. And Chuck, Captain George Jen, our radio show author and host sent this emailed us a few days ago since we are in a new year and a new decade we thought you guys might like to know what you could buy in the 1900 decade of the teens the year is 1910 over 100 years ago what a difference a century makes here are some statistics for that year 1910 in the usa the average life expectancy for men was 47 years. Fuel for the car was sold only in drugstores. Only 14% of the homes had a bathtub. Only 8% of the homes had a telephone. There was only 8,000 cars and only 144 miles of paved roads, so they had traffic jams back then. The maximum <laughs> speed limit in most cities, was 10 miles an hour. The strongest structure in the world was the Eiffel Tower. The average U.S. wage in 1910 was 22 cents an hour. That's not even a quarter. <laughs> the average U.S. worker made between 200 and $400 a year. A competent accountant could expect to earn $2,000 a year. A dentist, he made $2,500 a year. A veterinarian... <laughs> made somewhere between $1,500 and $4,000 a year. And a mechanical engineer, oh, about $5,000 a year. Listen to this one. More than 90%, 95% of all births took place at home. Oh. Uh, uh. And this one, 90% of all doctors had no college education. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> mercy. I know some of Instead, those. <laughs> <laughs> Man, alive. Instead, they attended they attended so-called medical schools, most many of which were condemned in the press and the government as substandard. Oh my! And we've come a long way from there. Sugar, sugar cost four cents a pound. Eggs were fourteen cents a dozen. That's oh over a penny apiece. Oh Coffee God. was only fifteen cents a pound. Uh. Listen to this one: most women only wash their hair once a month. Oh my God! And when they did, they used burracks and egg yolks oh for shampoo. Oh, 
We're back in Mississippi We'd go swimming in the creek And then we'd get it clean And get all that bad smell out too You had to watch out for the water monsters so. there, was no, there was no such thing As underarm deodorant So there was some bad smells coming in that area too <laughs> And it wasn't any toothpaste either yeah, but I remember they might have had a toothpaste, but they had tooth powder. You had to pour it in your palm, and then you go up the toothpaste over. I remember that well. <laughs> Canada passed a law that prohibited poor people from entering, entering their country for any reason. Oh, oh boy. Now, this is serious now. The five leading causes of death were pneumonia, influenza, number two, tuberculosis, number three, diarrhea, number four, heart disease. <clears throat> number five stroke and to get off of that the American flag only had 45 stars we got what I got more than that now I got a brain you know what 51 <laughs> 51 yeah I got you. thanks for the help and listen to this one the population <laughs> me boys and girls the population of Las Vegas is only 30 30 people in Las Vegas oh my golly all crowded around one arm, one arm bandit. <laughs> oh yeah, crossword puzzles, canned beer, and iced tea hadn't been invented yet, and they were in a heap of trouble. There was no Mother's Day or Father's Day, and two out of every ten adults couldn't read or write, and only six percent of all Americans had graduated from high school. This is in the 1900 first uh, decade. This is amazing. Eighteen percent of the household had at least one full time servant or domestic help oh boy and listen there were only about 230 murders in the entire USA they have more than that in Chicago in six months try to imagine what it might have been like for another hundred years oh mercy me ah goodness (laughs) you know the question was posed earlier uh, before we went into the episodes about this new decade that we're entering now the 20s and what uh, what do you guys think about what we should call it uh we've had all sorts of different generation x and uh, of course the greatest generation and i kind of like using the old one roaring 20s the roaring 20s and so just to just to remind us some of the music that was playing back then in the roaring 20s you could understand like this one well-to-do up on Lenox Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air high hats and colored collars white bats and fifteen dollars standing every dime for a wonderful time if you're blue you don't know where to go to why don't you go where Harlem sits 
floating on the river. Oh, uh, yeah. They it. hadn't invented an electric guitar yet. <laughs> no, they didn't. I love that. I'm out of breath. I've been dancing. <laughs> that was beautiful. But, uh, you know, I can't, I can't follow the... The lyrics, or even understand the words that's being no. uh, sung today in the music that uh, the kids like. And uh, but I think Roaring Twenties. We ought to have another Roaring Twenty decade. Oh, and we have to make this one a lot better than we did the last one. <laughs> Were, were you, know, you in the last out. one? <laughs> no, I wasn't in the last one. <laughs> but from what I hear, <laughs> they had a lot of gambling and a lot of uh, vice, and uh, didn't they have uh, all kinds of mafia around, uh, all types of mafia around? Hasn't changed much. No, probably uh well, you don't hear about it as much as you did before, even with TVs, although you do hear a lot of shoot-ups on the uh, TV nowadays. But, you know, it's true about people way back when not knowing how to read or write because my father, when he died, and, and not only did he way past 47 years age as projected, lived to be 105, but, you know, he couldn't read or write very well. So it just oh, shows you, right, exactly. It just shows you how struggling um, he had to be all his life to get by and do the things that he did. He used to say that he couldn't become um, a manager or a supervisor because he didn't know how to read or write, but he wouldn't tell anybody that. He just kept refusing them. It just shows you the uh, type of person that he was, that he was so proud that he didn't want anybody to know that. And yet yeah. that happened way back when. Well, listen, you know, the programs that we presented last year, really, uh, as I listened to you guys talk about each one of the episodes, uh, they sounded really, I think we had a variety of just about everything that we offered okay. last year. Yeah. Some great shows, I think. Let me ask you guys, what what would you like to hear this, this coming year? What kind of programming? What kind of, uh, uh, do, should we do safety, uh, crashes, or uh, what? Uh, well, we had Mark, Mark Porter was with us just a minute ago, and I guess he dropped off the uh, board here, but he was going to tell us about 3.0, the Eastern 3.0. And I think he's been trying to get the president of uh, the new Eastern to tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Dorothy, uh, you've got some information about the new schedule, don't you? Or do you? Yes, actually, uh, I do. Uh, it was uh, funny, but, you know, I never got information from them on travel information, and I did this time. Uh, this is the second time in a row in the last, I uh, got it last month, and I got it again this month where they're talking about their new route uh, to uh, from JFK to Guayaquil. Guayaquil. Yeah. And um, it was $189 for one way, and they guarantee that your bags uh, would get there on the same flight as you were, and it was uh, up to 70 pounds was free. Now, that's really exceptional mm. because... 
uh-huh. most of the time you can't take that and you have to pay through the arm and a leg to get your bag <laughs> uh, on the plane itself, never mind to make sure that it got there in the same time that you did. So it's a, it's a, a great uh, sale that they have on this. Um, I don't know how long it's going to last. It didn't give any expiration date. It did say that it wasn't going to last forever. Uh, but uh, the fact that they're going there is uh, that's a great thing for us because it means yeah. that they're on the move and they're they're constantly working on it and um, that's terrific in in of itself. So we hope that they do very well. It seems yeah. like they're pursuing every avenue and the fact that they're doing uh, flights uh, that you know paying flights and not just charters. I mean they do have charters and they do have other flights that they do. They lease a lot of aircraft. That's on their website. Their website is current. It's up to date. It's, uh, uh, you know, something that you'd want to look at. So that in of itself is good. When you go on there, you can put in a flight if you want to take it, um, and they'll, uh, you know, fill out the times and all of that, which they never had before. So at least they're doing it the right way. Well, we hope we can get uh, Mark to come back uh Every uh, show that we do, or as many as uh, uh, he can uh, come on and tell us uh, something new that's happening. He did email me or sent me pictures of the new uniforms that uh, they have for their crew, uh, both the cabin and the flight deck. And he wasn't, uh, his his opinion was that uh, he didn't like it as well as he liked the one in uh, version 2.0. So um, at any rate, we'll get him back to come on and talk right. about and what he on uh, our website neil i did put under the newsletter area under eastern llc you'll see their new logo that they have again it's oh. not one i prefer uh what it is is uh they're putting in different colors they look like rivers and they actually are a river that they're they're using uh as their theme each flight is going to correspond to the area that they're going to fly in, and they're using their rivers, and they'll have the colors of that, their colors of that particular region. So the one that they're showing on the eastern uh, colors are the uh, light aqua, uh, orange, black, and uh, uh, white borders. So that is also on the website, our website. Uh, showing everybody along with that uh, offer that they have where you can book online. And if you click on the book online, it will take you directly to the Eastern Airline line. So anyone that would like to do that doesn't know what Eastern Airlines' website is like, it'll take you right to that website. Back to you, Neil. Neil, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. I just forgot to turn my mic on. Uh, we're going to do we're going to do uh, this coming year uh, alternate with a regular show that we do, like the ones that you heard us review from last year. Uh, we're going to be doing every other show a musical history, and um, Don and I did that uh, with. Uh, different series of singers and bands and had a lot of fun doing it it was after we finished the show we 
we we we we really like doing. It was a pleasure to do it, and I wanted to do more of them. So we're going to do that every other Thursday. I think that's and, a great uh, idea, Neil. And yeah. you come yeah, away we've got, so with uh, thinking about all of the things that happen while you, uh, don't forget, you do discuss Eastern and the history oh, during yeah. that time. So we go away and we're thinking about the songs as people yeah. did when they were working for Eastern, which is another good thing. It brings you back a few nice memories and uh, people that you haven't met or haven't seen in a while, yeah, and you yeah. think about them. And you're going to hear some stories that uh, you've never heard before about Eastern Airlines. So we're looking forward to our first show, which is going to be next uh, Monday, and that is uh, episode 441, right. which we uh, are going to do Willie Nelson and uh, Merle Haggard working together in that show along with uh, information about Eastern Airlines. More more yes, likely, correct. you've never heard this information before. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun doing those shows. Well, we have a All lot our of hosts are going to become disc jockeys. I also want to mention, Neil, that all of the episodes that we talked about tonight can be seen on our website all I have to do is go into the website, go to More on the tab, down to Radio Episodes, and you can click in. And if they just go to any of the episodes and, and just put their cursor on the episode number, it'll the hyperlink that will take them right into that Blog Talk Radio. So they don't even have to go searching for it. it it's very easy to do. So if anyone has a, an issue or a problem, you can always email us at host at com, and I'll be glad to help you out. Okay, and Mike, you were about to ask for uh, a pay yeah, raise was... because you're going to be a DJ now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was going to, you were asking for maybe some uh, uh, ideas about the uh, the regular radio show, which yeah. maybe uh, somebody would have some input on a lot of, maybe a lot of these Eastern Airlines inaugural flights that uh, that people might have, you know, the hosts or whoever else might have been in, involved with. And on another topic with uh, what happened on, uh, on the East Coast, a lot of times when we had those big, uh, uh, you know, hurry, we, if we have the snowstorms and hurricanes, when what, what oh, was everybody yeah. doing during all of those uh, periods, and where yeah. where did they have to divert or move airplanes to or whatever? You know. Yeah, that's a good. Idea. Yeah, the, the the night the lights went out in New York, I can remember that. Yeah, was, exactly. <laughs> that was right. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was birth, just thinking birth, birth about rate that. Was pretty high. Were, were you were you uh, on that flight, Colleen? Um, I was coming on the shuttle from Boston to LaGuardia, and the captain got on and said, look at that big black hole off to our oh my God. left or right or whatever. And he said, that's New York. That's Manhattan. Oh, wow. And wow. It, was the old, it was the old hangar at LaGuardia, and, you know, they pulled out all the trucks and everything and turned the lights on, and that's how we landed. Oh, wow. my golly. Wow, wow. What year was that? Does anyone recall when that happened? Was it in the early, early 80s or late? Oh, back to oh, 60s. No, 60s. Yeah, early 70s. 60s, I think. Mm, I had a 1960 
seven Volkswagen, and I was squirrel hunting in Mississippi when that happened, so it was probably in 67. <clears throat> I was squirrel hunting in the car. Well, I used well, the car to get yeah. Mississippi for squirrel hunting. Yeah. Yeah, it would be probably 67, because I think at the end of 67, I went to Miami, November? and I was I still that. at LaGuardia. Yeah. Wow. It was November 67, wow. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea, Mike. I think we'll work on some stuff Just, uh, uh, for program. Something to throw in the, an iron to throw in the fire. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. I have a funny well. story about a snowstorm. <laughs> oh, well, let's hear it. Snowstorm. Oh, I had just moved up from Miami. It was February. It had to be 69, I think. Um, big, big, huge snowstorm. And I was in an apartment in Sayreville, New Jersey. And uh, my husband had a Volkswagen. We're on a second-story apartment. And his car was totally covered. That's how deep it was. And, wow. you know, conscientious me, I go out and I shovel out my car and I drive all the way to Newark, and which is about a 45-minute ride, drive to Newark, and uh, everything was canceled. I get back in my car, and I drive home. <laughs> I get home. I get a call from scheduling that says, we need some coverage. To, you know, can you get to Newark? And I go, God, no, I'm snowed in. <laughs> no, you're The Farfic Nugent was stuck in the snow. Yeah. When they called me, I told them I was snowed in, but I had already been to Newark and home. Isn't that incredible? Well, I was I was in the blizzard of '78 up at LaGuardia, and I was uh, stuck with my Volkswagen, and that Volkswagen was about the only thing around LaGuardia Airport that was moving around because of that rear engine and the traction that it gave me in the snow. Wow! And uh, I remember shoveling the sidewalk. Uh, to Parker's Bar and Grill, where most of the crews hung out. <laughs> and, and everybody and, uh, that lived in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you all talking uh, yeah, about the February of 1978? Snow? That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I was in Boston, and it was about twice as bad as it was, it was in New was. York, as I recall. It was about and twice as bad. that's where I live, yes. Boston was shut terrible. down for six days. The yep. airport wow. was shut down for six days, and I was sitting there with a roommate that was supposed to just come visit me, and all he brought was cigars, and he slept on a, in my oh. hotel room <laughs> on a mattress that two on the floor, and, back, and, uh, and we didn't, the third day, we were eating hot orange juice and stale walnuts, trying to get something to eat. We were, we were sledding y'all, y'all down the nice main, in New York. we were sledding down the main route. 28 in Reading, Mass, where I live. I mean, you mm. couldn't get out and you couldn't do anything but play, really. So we went outside <laughs> and we played in the snow. <laughs> That's all you could do. Oh, you couldn't go anywhere. Back, back before snowballs became illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you, that was tough. Yeah, it so was bad. Really bad. Yeah. yeah. That's between good. Neil, that's, between that's Neil and Jim and Colleen, I says, you guys have probably have a good advertisement for Volkswagen and the Farfic <laughs> Nugent. <Yeah. laughs> well, I had a Volkswagen, too, but it was a rabbit. It was a rabbit. <laughs> it wasn't a beetle. It was a rabbit. And I, I got it up there somehow, and all the guys, when I arrived, this, everything was still shut down pretty much, but you could go out and find a bar, and they heard something in Marblehead at 
a lot of dancing and gals up there. So about five guys piled into my rabbit. I didn't want to go, but they made me, you know. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and we went up to Barkville. <laughs> but With the, the thing about it was, when I drove up from uh, Atlanta and got there the next day, the blizzard, you know, was gone, but it was everything was snow and ice and car, and I, and I, I pulled in behind the hotel, and my front wheels raised up, and I couldn't get going. And I told them we can't go in my car because they didn't have one. We can't go in my car. Front wheels are off the air, off the ground. So six of them went out there and picked it up and set it in the street. <laughs> and away to Marblehead we went. We're doing all this with the top down. No, it wasn't. It was a four door. The rope wagon rabbit wasn't very big. We had six guys in there. Oh boy! Like a circus show. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I mean, we got up there and piled out. Where are the women? Where are the women? Of course, the women was about as they were looking for guys too. I guess because they've been been in their houses and apartments and everything for four days. And you know, we oh, well, got to talk to that subject. We better we got to got to talk to uh, Chuck uh, see if he's got some stories about the maintenance and some of the trips they sent you on Chuck I guess to uh, fix airplanes or or whatever. Well, that's a big, I only got a to go topic. on a couple of trips. Uh, one of them was yeah. um, actually we they sent uh, ten eleven guys on a trip to Atlanta because there was no. 1011 mechanics there yet and so we got to go there and fix the plane and um, we all went got to go downtown uh, for that after we fixed the plane but the next day they put us on a plane and brought us back to Miami you know all this stuff you guys are talking about here with the snow and moving the rabbit car around you know I missed all that because I was born and raised in Miami and we only yeah. have snow one time that I ever know of. Come on, oh, hit the hurricane. The <laughs> yeah. Well. Hey, Chuck, have you ever driven in snow? What's that? Have you ever driven in snow? Yes. Um, when I was in the military, my uh, second base was a training base in a place called... Um, Rantoul, Illinois. It's just south of Champaign, Illinois. And I remember where they bust us from Chicago down to Rantoul, and uh, we were getting off the bus, and we wore those just green uh, fatigues. There was no camouflage to them. They were just green. And I saw all these little spots all over me, and I said, oh, darn, it's starting to rain. And the guy behind me says, what, are you stupid? I said, no, <laughs> what are you talking about? He says, that didn't rain. That's snow. And we were there for five months going through tech school. And for five months, they had 26 feet of snow in that area. It was the worst Ooh, snow blizzard wow. in history. Wow. And, you know, yeah. they used to make us march on the tarmac, even though there was snow out there. <laughs> didn't have a Volkswagen, no, did you? If the, you ever get me out of this, Lord, I'd never cross the Mason-Dixon line again. <laughs> I've never driven in snow. <laughs> I have never driven in snow. Oh, oh my God. You didn't miss a lot. <laughs> it wasn't was, easy. Uh, it's true. wasn't easy. But, you um, get killed, that's for sure. 
Well, we had Dorothy? regular crews that went on, yeah. on, the, on to get things fixed, and the only reason yeah. we got to go is because we were the only ones that knew how to work on 1011s. 1011s, yeah. Well, Dorothy, what exciting programs do we have in the new Horizon? You don't know yet, do you? To be well, determined. I know, I know <laughs> that we have uh, no, we have the the music and history that you talked about with uh, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard, and in follow which we're going to have. Uh, episode 442 is going to be takeoff and landings. And oh, that's going to be fun. Four, yeah. Right. Episode 443 is going to be the history of Eastern commercials. And I'm looking oh, forward good. to listening to what you get together for yeah. us for that one because they had some beautiful commercials. Yeah. So you got to do a good job on that. But I do want to mention also that we have now in our membership 1,035 members. Uh, during the month of December when we weren't broadcasting, we had a uh, new member, Pamela Elaine Ewart. Uh, she joined us on December 15th. She's 62 years old, and she got her middle name using Elaine. And she is the daughter of Alan Al Ewart, Captain. Now, anybody may remember that. He retired in 1981 after 30 years with Eastern. He was based out of Miami before retirement. She said she misses him so much. He was an awesome daddy and a person, and she wanted to see what our site was all alike, uh, was like, and she really appreciates us being there for her to check into. Uh, and aside, you know, more people should, more members should go and check out our website for some of the news and get some of the information that we have on there. There's a lot of people that we have in there that you may want to find, and certainly if you put the name in the search bar, you'll come up with something. So feel free to do that at the EALradioshow.com website. Uh, I, too, want to mention we thank all of the sponsors that we had in 2019. We do appreciate all of you, and we have all of the names listed on our website under the Sponsors tab. Remember that donations of $40 or more will entitle you to receive a signed copy of Neil's popular Eastern Book of Memories, The Wings of Many, free with your donation. So please consider a donation to keep us going for the 2020 year. We're looking to uh, provide you with the, the best that we know how to do and all of our Eastern scripts that Neil writes, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, remember, you folks have made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. So join us um, any Monday evening. Call in at our call-in line and uh, just say hello. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any ideas for programs, Please don't hesitate to, to let us know either on the program on Monday evening or to send us a, an email at host at EALradioshow.com. Back to you, Neil. Yeah, I'd like to ask Colleen, anything uh, uh, new uh, happening over there at the Silverliners, Colleen? Uh, well, we've got a few chapters that are about starting up, and I believe they're working on two more. I don't I have it in front of me. I don't have it in front of me right now. But we do have chapters opening up. There's a, you know, a bit of interest lately in um, some people that were members before. Oh, I, I 
I think I did mention it the last time. We had, um, oh, in the panhandle, and now they're opening one. It broke off, and they're opening. They had so many members and came a distance. They're opening one in Tallahassee. Wow. And they just opened Southern California. That probably, too, is because of Eastern Airlines. Our association is closed now. Uh, We are a venue for anyone out there who cares to call in and and, uh, become one of our members and join us. As, As I said, there's a lot of ways to reach other members that we have. We have plenty that you can look through on the website to find, and I'm sure that you'll be happy in doing so. Um, well, Colleen, uh, Colleen, uh, uh, you're, uh, when I say you, the Silverliners, they're taking in members from other airlines as well. Is that right? Oh, yes, yes. Um, and, again, I had that information, I think it was a couple of shows ago, how many different airlines we have represented now. Okay. Um, but quite a few, and our members from those airlines, or a lot of them, are still flying. Mm-hmm. Obviously, none of our Eastern Silver Liners yeah. are still <laughs> flying. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, many well, of them are. They're, they're still active flight attendants from other airlines, and they're thrilled to be part of uh, Eastern Silver Liners. I bet they is that are. Uh, Eastern flight attendant that works for? Uh, I guess it's uh, United. Uh, is it United that uh, has? Oh, it's what, American Airlines. Seventy years old or something like that. Is American? Yes. Uh, in fact, they had a story on her again on television a few months ago. Uh, someone had um, seen her and talked to her on there, and she was telling them all about her life. Uh, both working for Eastern and, again, working for American. Yeah. It pops up on Facebook every once in a while, too. Yeah. Come, keeps yeah. coming back on. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Very good. Be interesting. 60-year pin, looks like. <laughs> yeah. 60-year <laughs> pin. <laughs> oh. I mean, she's so senior, she gets her pick of her trip and her pick of her position. I mean, she can go to, you know, she can go to Hong Kong and just say hello to everybody all the way over there. (laughs) (laughs) She's routinely out of the JFK, though, the uh, JFK to Boston route. Uh, She prefers that. Um, I'm not sure if she still is preferring it, but that was the last word that I heard about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to ask Jim Holder if he has any news about REPA. Are you adding any chapters, uh, Jim Holder? No, we're not adding much anything, but we are <laughs> going to have a uh, we're going to have our board meeting. Uh, let me look at my calendar here. I think it's on there somewhere. I think it's February the first, Saturday, February the first. We're having a board meeting in Kennesaw, Georgia, again, where we had the uh, reunion last year, which was very successful. Uh, especially with the uh, donations made for O.A. Fish, Captain O.A. Fish, for his uh, uh, summer camp for boys and girls up in North Carolina. And uh, we'll be addressing that, and we're probably going to have a reunion there again this year uh, because it was such a great place and it's close to Atlanta, which is where you know most of the guys that still are able to come come from the Atlanta area, although we had them from Texas and Florida last year at, in the Carolinas, but uh, that's our plan. It's to 
I'm sure it's going to be at the Kennesaw uh, Hotel. And uh, and Don Till, um, you know Don Neal. Uh, he moved yeah, to Florida. Yeah. I mean, he moved to uh, Texas. He and his wife Marlene. And before he did, he donated a tremendous amount of hunting stuff to the Eastern Pilots Hunt Club, which nothing to do with Eastern Airlines pilots. But he also donated a lot of items. And uh, we've gotten a bunch from uh, Bob Webb's widow. Bob Webb, I'm sure you remember Captain Bob Webb. And he has got oh, yeah. beautiful, had some beautiful photographs, very, very nicely framed, a bunch of a, a lot of other stuff. So the point I'm getting at is we're going to have another auction, and we're going to raise another bunch of money from Captain O.A. Uh, Fish. And, uh, and we hope that uh, Mike Scott, I'm still going to buy you a beer when you come. So. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, you mention, I didn't get to buy you one last year. I'll buy you two this year if you come. <laughs> didn't you mention that but Don just, gave you – didn't you mention that Don gave you a, a, a donated a nice framed picture of the 720? Beautiful framed picture, yes. And it's uh-huh. not small; it's big, and it is a beautiful picture. And it's it's not framed as such, but it's big. It's hard to describe what it is. I guess you could. It's it's it's. I'm not a photography guy, but it's not a wooden frame around it. But it is big, and it's got like. I don't know how to describe it, but it is beautiful, and I hope it goes for a lot of money, and it will, I'm sure. Has that yeah. got the hockey stick on it, or has that got the golden falcon? No, it's that? got the. I think it's got the golden falcon on it. Golden oh, falcon, yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. it that's made a, the hockey stick. Maybe it did, but I don't remember <clears> seeing <throat> one. I don't but think that is. picture. Yeah, yeah, Boeing 720. Well, we had 15 of them, I think. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. My, my dad <laughs> flew it, so he... Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, it, it, ought to, it ought to go real quick at the auction. And I'm sure Jim Gardner's going to show up and uh, do his usual. It's worth coming to the convention just a reunion. i got to quit saying convention. Yeah, reunion. Put it on, put it on eBay so i got a shot at it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you might want to get a proxy. Get a proxy. <laughs> it sounds well, like insider trading to me. <laughs> Well, it's about time. We're in range, and uh, we got the uh, checklist done, so we're going to land this uh, this show, see what kind well, of landing we're going to make. Let's forget to put the gear down. All right, here it goes. Yeah, I see three green lights. Good. Be sure to tune in again next Monday, January 13th, when America's favorite way to fly returns Cyberway. Radio show goes Willie, Merle, and Eastern History, all in the Eastern Airlines Radio Hour. Enjoy the music. Learn about what thing about our Eastern back in the day. And this, I'm Chuck Albright. I'm signing off on behalf of our host. Dorothy, Don, Tim Holder, Mike Scott, Colleen DeFee, and our producer, Neil Holland. 
playing some sign-off music made popular by Merle Haggard, Silver Wings. But you locked me out of your mind And left me standing here behind Silver wings Shining in the sunlight Roaring engines Headed somewhere in flight they're taking you away. Well, good night, Eastern family and friends from around the world, and good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. We love you, Eastern. We love you. Have a nice we love you, Eastern. May the future be 2020. Twenty twenty. That's right. There we go. Excellent. Good show. Enjoy it. Taking you away and leaving me lonely. Silver wings slowly fading out of sight. Slowly fading out of sight. Good night, everybody. See you guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.